0: I think Joe Flacco, he is a lock to straight-up shit his pants. Cold and blow style. He will earn the nickname Footprints because there will be ungodly amounts of shit just leaking down to dude's cleats. That and the fact that Lamar Jackson is going to tattoo his footprint up Joe Flacco's ass if he doesn't get off to a good start. So deep, in fact, there should be a sub-segment called Kim Kardashian's Asshole. Girls have more meat shoved in her ass cavity than a turd ducking on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't know whose dick he's sucking over there, but he's doing something right to keep his job there and it ain't on the football I don't think it matters if he does bad or not.
1: Welcome to The Flex. us Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly, with Norm Big Worm
0: Snyder. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, no Jeff Kelly. We got Big Worm in the house today. Worm, how you doing, man? Good, man. What's happening? Good, man. We've had uh, quite a few little breaks and vacations and what have you. Jeff is still on his. I got back from mine last week. Did a quick little show last week. Man, what you been up to? Just chilling. Yeah, a go 4th of July? Yeah, always. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Visit fantasysportstudios.com and subscribe to our premium membership through the Patreon page to gain access to more in-depth content, daily plays of the week, betting lines, fantasy draft kits, snippets, and so much more. Premium memberships for the Flex start as low as just $5 a month. So check that out. Submit all your mailbag questions. Email the show at theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel as well. Also, don't forget to pre-order the 2018 The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast Max Draft Pack. Getting y'all set up for y'all's fantasy football drafts in 2018. Again, visit sportsstudios.com for more information on that. And check out all the additional programs as well. Today we got... The Division in vision. the four-week segment kicking off today, where we go division by division across the nation, taking a look in-depth at all 32 NFL teams. Today we got the AFC North and NFC North on tap. But first, got a little NFL news.
1: NFL News. And
0: every time I announce a player that I'm high on, Worm, they get suspended. Aaron Jones, just a few weeks ago, missing two games now, And then you got Ricky Seals Jones, Jeff's boy salsa over there, suspended for who knows how long. We'll see. We'll see. We'll wait for that to come out. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be suspended. I don't even know. You hear about that? Oh, I missed that one. All right. So Ricky Seals Jones was arrested a few years ago. If you go back 50 years ago, Slick Ricky would have been hailed as a civil rights hero. But today, he gets arrested and may face NFL suspension. Boy salsa. Was arrested because dude had to take a piss really bad. And there's a hotel he was passing by. They would not let him in to go take a piss. So he walked past the roped off area in the lobby and he attempted to go to the bathroom and he was arrested. And he faces not one, not two, but three charges. Crazy. What? Yeah, man. Got, like, trespassing. What else? Trespassing. And um, I can't remember the other ones. But I'm with Ricky on this one, man. You're going to arrest this man for trying to take a piss in a public place. I mean, what the F? That To me, that's criminal right there. Just preventing that man from relieving himself. I mean, that's kind of crime against humanity shit right there. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> he should went in the bush outside. Uh, yeah, he should have. I mean, to deny a dude, yeah, he'd been drinking a little bit that night. But to deny that man the opportunity to take a piss, to use a facility to relieve himself, that's just F'd up, man. Next time, you're right, Big Rick should uh, probably go Big Daddy style and either piss in the bushes or piss on the side of a building, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Terrell Owens, at 44 years old, wants to make a return to football to the CFL. He activated a clause to force the team who currently holds his rights, the Edmonton Eskimos. Sounds like some made-up bullshit team well, name is, right there, doesn't it? That sounds like... The Edmonton Eskimos. Like a made-up, you know, mad like create a team type thing. Back in the day when they had them, yeah, you get to name your stadiums and shit too back then. Mm-hmm. Way back. Yeah. I mean, that's the type of team you would find like in the movie, The Replacements or any given Sunday. Yeah. You hear know, some like make up shit, made up shit. Longest Yard. Yeah. It, it sounds like some Nat Geo special, like the Edmonton Eskimos. You know, like they got big Alaskan truckers. You got the Edmonton Eskimos. <laughs> know. You know who the owner is of the Edmonton Eskimos, right? No. I didn't know the thing. Gotta be Daniel Snyder, right? Gotta be. No. Washington Redskins, Edmonton Eskimos. I don't know, man. <laughs> Let's do a little team name
1: game here with that, with that one. Team names. Is it racist? Is it gay? They're just right. New Orleans Pelicans.
0: Pelicans? Yeah. It's all right. I think it's gay as hell. As a matter of fact, when it I told... It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just very pussy-ish to me. When I told my boy Jerry that the New Orleans Hornets at the time were going to be called the New Orleans Pelicans the following season, when that shit first broke... He thought I was messing with the man. He was like, What kind of gay ass shit is that? And I was like, you tell me, man. I don't know. You're a you're a Pelicans fan or a soon to be Pelicans fan. I like the Thunder. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, the Thunder's kinda yeah, hovering. There. How about the Washington Redskins? Racist, gay, or are you okay with it? I'm alright with it. Yeah, it's probably a little racist. Uh a little racist in there, but I mean But I'm okay with it. I think it's a, it's people are too damn sensitive these days. Very seriously. Very, very. seriously. It's a f and team name. And it they... Whatever, it goes back in history. I don't know. How about this one? Miami Dolphins. Makes sense. It's perfect. I think it's a little gay. Oh, dolphin. If of you really she break she it would. down. If you really break it down, the dolphins. 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 That <laughs> uh, seems like we were in Miami. There's dolphins out in the water swimming around. I saw some dolphins on my trip, actually. Um for those in the uh premium membership page, you can check that out as well. I got some videos on the little fishing trip we did. All right, so how about the next one here? Utah Jazz. I don't get that at all. That's, they that's need dumb. to change that. Right? Is there, what, kind of, is there jazz in Utah? If anything, it would have been like New Orleans jazz. Well, that's that's where they originated from. It was oh, initially what? the New Orleans jazz. Oh, okay. And then they moved to Utah and just instead become the Utah Mormons decided just to keep that shit jazz. Doesn't oh, make Mormons, sense. Mormons would have. No, yeah, I think I, uh, How about the Washington Wizards? They used to be the Bullets, right? Yeah. And personally, I like the Bullets a lot better. I think Wizards kind of gay. Why do they take away the Bullets? Because, like, because, uh, again, sensitivity in D.C., yeah. man. I like the Wizards. Too many people getting shot. I like it. Okay. How about Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim? All right, would it? Gay yeah, yeah, ass team name, man. Yeah. That team has been, just be the California Angels again, or LA Angels. This yeah. whole Anaheim shit, man. F. Anaheim. Anaheim wants to be relevant, I guess. Uh, okay, how about this one? In Akron, you've got the rubber ducks. Stop playing. That's not a real thing. I'm serious, man. You got the Akron, <laughs> no. rubber ducks, not to be confused with the passes of Andrew Luxman thrown out of late, but you got the rubber ducks. No, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Somebody call James hometown. And they get rid of it. Yeah. Cancel pretty it. Gay, pretty gay. 86 <laughs> that. How about the Montgomery Biscuits? <laughs> I think that's just a joke. No, these are all for real. These are for real. All right, well, I, me- I, I messed with it. The Biscuits, that's funny. I think it'd be better if it's biscuits and gravy because uh, yeah. I went to school at Troy, which is right outside Montgomery. And uh biscuits. Them dudes in um one of the halls that we ate in, little little food things there. Yeah. Cafeteria. Cafeteria. cafeteria yeah, my bad. I'm burning fire there. Uh I'll tell you what, man, they made some fire biscuits and gravy. Yeah? Fire biscuits and gravy. How about this one? Hartford Yard Goats. I don't remember what the hell a yard goat is. Who comes up with this stuff? That's a good question. I don't know. Right, how about this one? I think either like joke. Either like this is this is funny. For real. <laughs> I don't know. How about this one? Last one here. UC Santa Cruz banana slugs. <laughs> the banana slugs. Oh, gay, man. racist. Are you good with it? I think it's a little bit. I guess it's gay. I'm gonna say it's a little bit of a, a little bit of all three, man. Well, definitely gay and racist because if you got a yellow tint to your skin. Slugs, kind of like lazy. That could be considered racist, right? I don't know. I was just thinking it's kind of gay. Could be racist also. Overall, I'm all right with it. Anyways, back to the initial T.O. story. So time to sign a new contract or release him. Either way, T.O. is coming to play in the CFL, whether it's for the Eskimos or someone else. On the news, L.A. Rams signed Brandon Cooks to a five-year, $80 million extension. Thoughts on that? Overpaid. Yeah, it's a little much. Especially for guys that's never played a down for your team yet. A lot of much. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Congratulations to the Pittsburgh Steelers for finally coming to their senses and not backing up the Brinks truck for Le'Veon Bell. I was actually pretty happy about that because for months now, man, it was reported the two sides would be reaching a long-term deal. I called out Pittsburgh months ago. I called out that Pittsburgh brass on this one because I think Steelers fans should be thankful their team is smart enough to recognize the money that Bell is demanding. Could be spread out on the defensive side of the ball, and they desperately need it. They desperately need but to who's upgrade it. Who's out there to grab one of the defensive linebacker? Well, yeah, there's not a whole lot of names are there right now. But exactly. um, but if you tie up that money for long term for Le'Veon Bell, you're going to be cap strapped, man, because you got Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if he's going to resign or what. He's kind of who knows what the hell Big Ben's doing. He's kind of all over the place with his retirement, not retirement. Now, now Mason Rudolph's here. I'm going to play like fucking ten more years. But damn, I think Bell. I think ultimately he may stay in Pittsburgh though, because I don't think he's going to get the money he's commanding right now. And for Pittsburgh, I mean they turn out running backs in Pittsburgh like the Amish turn out butter in Lancaster. And oh, and real quick, Le'Veon Bell also is expected to miss training camp. No surprise, that's usually yeah. What, I don't blame what him. He does. Like I could do, is give him the first three years guaranteed. I think he probably would have signed. Yeah, possibly. All right, so here we go, man. Division envision.
1: Division envision.
0: We're getting on that train and traveling across the nation division by division, taking a look at everything relevant to that division and fantasy football. Jeff missed the train today, but he'll be boarding at the next stop next week when we head to the AFC and NFC South divisions. But today we're getting deep into the AFC and NFC North. So deep, in fact, there should be a sub-segment called Kim Kardashian's Asshole. Girls have more meat shoved in her ass cavity than a turd ducking on Thanksgiving. You like turd ducking, Norm? i don't know what that is you know what that is no nah, i never heard of that it's her duck and they got like turkey and they got some little bit of duck in there some chicken all kind of stuffed in the cavity there no nah, i never heard never that, heard of that. It's first time you're hearing about that oh yeah it's not bad man and let's kick things off with the black and blue not to be confused with shady's ex girlfriend. let's kick off with the afc north <laughs> and since you just hit on Le'Veon on bell let's start with the defending division winners
1: AFC North. Fantasy locks. Who are your
0: fantasy locks for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year? Le'Veon Bell. As an RB1? Oh, of course. Yeah, give me the player and status. You know, RB1, RB2, wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and so forth. Okay, okay. Yeah. I got uh, a Tony Brown RB1. Oh, my God. That Tony O'Brown wide receiver one. And uh, I like Juju as a low-end wide receiver, too. All right. I'm going to go pretty much right there with me. Left Bell, RB1, Antonio Brown, wide receiver 1, Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver. I think it's a wide receiver 3 with a wide receiver 2 upside. Yeah. I'll say that. And I'm going to throw Chris Boswell in there because I think he's a value kicker that is often overlooked in fantasy drafts. True, true.
1: Fantasy Disappointments.
0: How about Fantasy Disappointments? Beer goggle picks. Oh, my disappointments um Pittsburgh? Yeah. The tight ends. Yep. I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger, too. I think Roethlisberger's going to finish outside the top 12 this year. And like you said, I, I don't trust Vance McDonald or Jesse James. I'm also going to say this. Don't reach on James Washington because, like we saw last year, the number three receiver, Martavis Bryant, did not play well. I don't know if, if Ben Roethlisberger, another year or older, too, and that offense can sustain three wide receivers, especially with all the targets that Le'Veon Bell gets out of the backfield. True.
1: Stealth Mode.
0: Give me a player or players flying under the radar for fantasy in 2018 for Pittsburgh. That's tough. See, I couldn't think anything. Yeah, it's tough. I'm going to go Connor under the radar. I'm going to go Jalen Samuels. The rookie hybrid, like a running back slash tight end slash do-it-all kind of guy. Been talking about him for quite a while now, too. I think he's actually going to be the guy to fill the void if Le'Veon Bell sustains an injury or something happens to him. Because Jalen Samuels can catch the ball. He averaged over six yards per carry his entire collegiate career. I think he could be a guy that's nice may surpass
1: James Conner on the depth chart, too. Baltimore Ravens. Fantasy locks.
0: Baltimore Ravens, fantasy locks for 2018. No one. I don't trust anybody there. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Michael Crabtree, wide receiver two. I think Alex Collins, low end, running back two. And um, I think Hayden Hurst, the rookie. I think he's been close to tight end one status. And I think there'll be some weeks where he will be. And how about Joe Flacco? I think Joe Flacco, he is a lock to straight up shit his pants. Open blow style. (laughs) He will earn the nickname Footprints because there will be ungodly amounts of shit just leaking down to dude's cleats. That and the fact that Lamar Jackson is going to tattoo his footprint up Joe Flacco's ass if he doesn't get off to a good start early on this season. So, Joe Flacco, that's a lock for me as well. That's why I don't trust anybody because of Joe Flacco. Yeah. Oh, man. He was so bad last year. He's never really been a good fantasy quarterback. No. But he's at least helped others around him contribute uh, for fantasy production anyway. But who? Other than Torrey Smith had a few big years back then. Anquan Bolden played pretty well in their Super Bowl run. The running backs have done pretty well and I Like I'm missing another wide receiver, no? Steve Smith? Oh, Steve Smith, yes. That's what I was thinking of. Steve Smith played pretty well when he was healthy. Yeah, but he's I I think Michael Crabtree's the only guy that's got fantasy value in that receiving uh, core right now. Uh, I don't like Brashad Perryman. He's a total bust. Oh yeah, yeah. John was, Brown. Was, everybody say, in that class has a right, receiver been a bus? Yeah, Parker, White, him. Yeah, it's been a lot of them there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fantasy disappointments. For me, I'm gonna go John Brown. I think Willie Snead's another one. I'm not gonna take these guys late. Some of these guys are getting drafted around 14, around 13. So I'm, I see. I'm not picking anybody from Baltimore. What about Alice Collins? Any of those guys? No, no. You're saying that you're avoiding them. Avoiding everybody. Only thing. Okay. Their defense, that's it. You know, their defense, I think, will be top 12 for sure. Alex Collins, he's also going to make my list because I think as we progress throughout the season, like I've talked about, I think Kenny Schumer works those. Dixon is going to steal a ton of touches, or a lot of touches, I should say, and more so on third downs, which is going to greatly affect Collins' PPR value for sure. I think Alex Collins is more likely Garrett Blunt than he is. he fumbles the ball so much, too. Bell. Yeah, he does fumble, too. Although, he second half of the season, he played pretty well last year. He averaged 4.6 yards per carry, and he did limit his uh following issues. So, that was good to see.
1: Stealth Mode.
0: Sneaky Bastards, under the radar for uh, Baltimore in 2018. Kenneth Dixon. That's exactly where I'm going. Kenny Dixon. Yep. How about most intriguing player for Baltimore in 2018? Hayden Hurst. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Mark Jackson. Yeah. If he could get in at the end of the year. Could, I think he could, man. Could carry you maybe. He could, he, could, he could help you out with the rushing. I want to see too. I'm intrigued to see how they use him in preseason. If they're going to use him like uh, are they do a like non-quarterback. How, are they going to do like how they did with, uh, not how the Gators had like Chris Leak and Tebow, how they did that? Is that how they're going to try oh, to do right. it? right. Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. I don't think they're going to switch quarterbacks, like rotate them like that. No. I don't think they're going to rotate them, but I, I think they will be, will be on the field. At the same time, possibly. Oh, yeah? How's that going to work out, though? Well, Lamar Jackson's been lining up on offense with Joe Flacco, playing at um, different positions. But I thought he didn't want to do anything else but quarterback. He doesn't. He doesn't. But uh, he also wants to play, too. So they might try sure. to squeeze him in a certain place. Like Cordell
1: Stewart for the Steelers, who kind of a do-it-all guy. Cincinnati Bengals. Fantasy Locks.
0: Fantasy locks for Cincinnati. Who you got? AJ Green and Joe Mixon. AJ Green, where's he at for your wide receiver one, two, three? No, I'm gonna say wide receiver. I'm gonna say high end wide receiver two this year. I'm right there with you on that one. Joe Mixon, where you got him at? I got him as RB one. probably around tw- yeah, RB twelve. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you're high on Mixon.
1: Are you high?
0: I'm liking at I- more and more. At first, I was thinking maybe around like 15, 16. Nah, I like him at 12. I got mixing right now as an RB3 with RB2 upside. Really? Yeah, I'm not high mixing just because, man, under four yards per carry, three and a half yards per carry last year. So I got Giovanni Bernard there who's going to cut into that workload. Sound decent to cut into that much. But you're going to love this next one I got. Stealth Mode. The sneaky bastard for the Bengals. Who's going to fly under the radar for 2018 for these guys? There's Tyler Boyd. You damn right. I'm gonna stick with Tyler Boyd. And <laughs> Two years in a row. Eh? <laughs> I think I was a year early last year. I mean, of course, I may have been a year too early, but I'm not ready to abandon ship just yet on Tyler Boyd. I think he's still. I think he's still the best receiver behind AJ Green. Yeah, yeah, that, I agree. Team. It's hard for me because outside of AJ Green and Joe Mixon, I guess I would say Tyler Boyd too. Because John Ross, he's just. One trick pony. One trick pony's down fast. the field. Fast he's fast. Up. That's yeah. for sure. But
1: burning questions like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Right, let's dive deep on this one.
0: Well, Andy Dalton bounce back. No, and finishes the top fifteen quarterback. No, fifteen. Nope. No, nope. I think he's going to crack the top twenty. Possibly, I think he's going to be right there around twenty. All right, next one. What will be the percentage split of carries between Joe Mixon? And Giovanni Bernard, how do you see that? Back oh, you say carries. So I'm thinking 65, 35 for in favor of Mixon. Yeah, I agree. I can see that as well. All right, does John Ross, Brandon LaFell, or Tyler Boyd present fantasy value for this season? If so, why? Boyd. I agree. Boyd LaFell is 32 years old. He's old man, and Ross is like you said, one trick pony. Yeah, I think Boyd's going to be the starting slot guy there, and I think he's going to put up some numbers that I'll get to later on here if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, and if Marvin Lewis doesn't act like a dick and just uh, f around with his playing time, we'll see how that goes. Uh, how about this one? How comfortable would you be taking Tyler Eifert this year? Wouldn't be comfortable at all with it. You damn right. I would be very. That comfortable. would be like if I already had my tight end. And then there's nobody else I like. Pick him. Yeah, that's, the, that's so like a flyer, man. Yeah, flyer, real flyer. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely one of them water chicken picks. All right, last one is the is this finally Marvin Lewis's last season in Cincinnati? No. I think so, because I got them finishing last place. I don't <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah. I don't know whose dick he's sucking over there in Cincinnati, <laughs> but he's doing something right to keep his job there. And it ain't running the football field. I don't think it matters if he does bad or not. I think this is it for him. I'm oh, boy so, he never yeah. won a playoff game, still a head coach. If I was a Bengals fan and I finished fourth in that division and Marvin Lewis is still coming back next year, oh man, I'm switching to Cleveland Browns, man. I'm I'm switching to the other city in the state, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Speaking of the Browns, let's go with the Cleveland Browns.
1: Cleveland Browns. Fantasy locks.
0: Give me your fantasy locks for the Cleveland Browns. Fantasy locks. I got uh, David Njoko and uh, Josh Gordon. Those are my two locks. Where you got Gordon and Njoko? I got Njoko tied in one. Gordon... I want to say wide receiver one so bad. He's a wide receiver two with the wide receiver one upside. I'm going to go no one. No No one. one. No one. No, No I can't. I I, I can't say any one player is a lock right now, man. I keep changing my mind every week. I'm changing my mind on these guys because uh, just on how this is going to play out, man, because I, I can't say I have a lock as of yet. For me, it all hinges on the quarterback position and the running back battle. Thank you, HBO, for Hard Knocks covering the Browns this season. I never in my life thought I'd ever be intrigued by anything going on in Cleveland, especially Cleveland Browns, no less. But there's a lot, to me, there's a lot of interesting storylines and some position battles there I want to I want to see. Speaking of position battles here. Position battles. Quarterback Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield. Hugh Jackson says, Tyrod's still going to be starting week one. How do you see that shaking out in 2018 throughout the season? Tyrod, I think he starts, if he plays well, he'll, he'll stay starter all year. But if he messes up even a, a little bit, I think they're going to they're curve him. I agree he's going to start week one as well. Do you know, real quick on Tyrod Taylor, do you know he's never played a full 16-game season? He's never played all 16 games? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. How about this one? Carlos Hyde, Nick Chubb, who's going to win that battle? I don't know. That's that's like trying to pick the lottery numbers right now. It is. Like, yeah. Pre, and have like a even like like a like a hint. I think I'm gonna roll with Nick Chubb on this one. Think so? I think so because Carlos Hyde has an injury history too. Yeah, yeah, he does. But I mean, he's not old. He's not old at all. Yeah. He has it. He has a history, but but then at the same time, he always starts at the beginning of the year, and then. Yeah, he starts off hot and slows down a little bit. Yeah. Although last year, when Jimmy G came in, he picked it up again, especially PPR. Get oh, yeah, PPR, did. Game.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like Michael Jackson, surrounded by underage penises, it's time for touches. Rank them.
0: Rank these wide receivers for the Cleveland Browns. Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, and I'll throw in David Njoku too, even though he's a tight end. Oh, I'm gonna go Gordon, Njoku, Landry, and Coleman. I have a uh, two lists betting on the quarterback with Tyra Taylor. With I'm gonna quarterback, go, okay, yeah, with Tyrod, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Landry, and Njoku, Gordon, and Coleman. Now with Baker's quarterback, I'm gonna go Gordon, Landry, and Njoku, Coleman. I would want to say Landry's so bad, but at the same time, it's not like Miami with Gordon. I'm out. Gordon, but up with Landry. With Tyrod, the way he plays, I think Landry and Joker are going to be the two main targets for that passing game. Stealth mode. Who's going to fly under the radar for 2018? Corey Coleman. He really is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, He is. And I'm going to go with Jarvis Landry because it seems to me, he, he just seems to me like he's a little undervalued right now. Everyone's hyping up Josh Gordon, and no one's talking about Jarvis Landry right now. Because you think Josh Gordon, is when he played when he plays he is a monster and it didn't matter what quarterback he had yeah I think Tyrod Taylor is better than the past quarterbacks he's had that was four years ago when he was yeah but he hasn't played so he's not like he's put a handful of games but no like like he's played. seasoned like it's not like he's been out there he's fatigued or not. he's fresh and the man looks insane oh I love Josh Gordon oh yeah no I love him I don't like Tyrod Taylor for fantasy Tyrod Taylor's a decent startable yeah NFL but at the same time who is Tyrod Taylor has a receiver you said Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins. He's had some guys. He's had some guys. Charles play. How many games did Sammy Watkins play with him? Maybe 16? Yeah, probably about that. Okay, so he had Kevin Benchman really much of anything. Zay Jones was a rookie. Right? Tyrod Taylor throws for like 3,400 yards a year. The best. But really more like 3,000 yards. Yeah, but I see like he's never had a receiver as as good as Landry. And that's their, their second. Let's but, say, he's also, but he's also got a ton of options now too though. To yeah, that's what I'm ball. saying. So he has... There's so many options. You got to think Josh Gordon and Langer are going to their, beat their guy. No, I definitely think that they're going to do well. I just don't like Tyler Taylor for this team. I'll just say that. And I'll, I'll get to more on that here shortly. Who you got? Most intriguing player? Mm-hmm. For the Browns. Oh, Josh Gordon? Yeah, I'm going with Josh Gordon, Baker Mayfield. I think both those guys. Is, is Josh Gordon, if he gets back four years ago, if he gets even partial to that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. I think Mayfield's the one that's going to get him there, too. If, I think Mayfield, you got uh, much trust in a rookie quarterback get him there? Yeah, because Mayfield's a gunslinger, and Brian Hoyer, a gunslinger. Brian Hoyer's not very good at all. Not at all, you're right. And Baker Mayfield, I think, can be on a bad day as good as Brian Hoyer, even as a rookie, where he can at least just put the ball up, get it around Josh Gordon, let Josh Gordon go up and get it.
1: AFC North Division Recap
0: who was your division winner for the AFC North of 2018? The Steelers. I agree. Pittsburgh Steelers. Who comes in second? Second? I'm going to go to the Ravens. Third? Browns. And Bengals coming last for you. Yeah. I'm going to go Steelers, obviously the winners. I'm going to go Cleveland as number, as number two in that division. See, I, I would want to say that, but then, you know, going from 0-16 to that, that takes more than just a few players. That's a hell of a turnaround. I think That's a hell be, of a turnaround. I don't think Baltimore should be very good either, though. I think Baltimore's defense gets on that, though. I think Cleveland's defense, though, is right there with Baltimore. Oh, well, I think Baltimore's defense is way better. I don't think it's way better. And they got Derwin James, too, now over there. I don't know. Kind of like what uh, Cleveland's got going on on defense. I like it for sure, but then there's still I think like, it's be close between Cleveland and Baltimore. I think it'll be a close race. Yeah. I think the Bulls going to be under 500, most likely. I was saying Ravens might go eight and eight. They could if. if I guess they're they're always a team that can fly under the radar and do it, even with a terrible offense. Yeah. Give me your AFC North starting fantasy lineup: quarterback, top two running backs, top two receivers, tight end, so forth. Oh, my quarterback, Big Ben. Agreed. My running back, Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon. My receiver is going to be Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. My tight end being Joku. For my flex, ooh, this is tough. Hmm. Can we get AJ Green my flex. How about kicker and defense? Defense, I'm gonna go Ravens and kicker I'm gonna go Boswell. I agree with you on most of these pretty much. I'm going big bands my quarterback Le'Veon Bell RB one. My RB two, give me Alex Collins for now. Joe Mixon could easily take that spot though. Wide receiver one, Antonio Brown. Wide receiver two, Josh Gordon. Tight ends. Oh, man. I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm going to say Tyler Eifert. Even though I don't think he's going to be healthy. I don't think he's going to be very good. But for the lottery ticket factor with him, sorry. David Njoku. I don't know how I, how I missed that How was this thing? Like Tight ends. Give me David Njoku. The flex. Give me AJ Green. Kicker Chris Boswell. Give me Cleveland's defense because the Browns, they're playing two division rivals with poor offenses the Bengals, and the Ravens. That's four games right there that are winnable right there. I think it's... You never know how the Bengals are going to look because I was kind of surprised how bad it looks on offense. It, how long did it take for them to score their first touchdown? It wasn't like pretty great, oh, like a few games. right? It, it was pretty wild, man. Yeah. So you never know what to expect there, but I think it's going to be... For second place, third place, fourth place in that division, I think it's going to be a shit show, man. I think any one of those outcomes are possible. Any one of those teams could finish... Two, three, or four. I think it's gonna be very close. I think they'd all be kind of bunched together around six and ten, seven and nine. But you're right, Baltimore could be a team that could
1: sneak out. Wrecking ball. Wrecking your fantasy season worse than Terry Crews wrecking Miley Cyrus's snatch. I came in like a wreck.
0: Wrecking Ball. Give me a player or players that you feel are most likely to wreck your fantasy football team in 2018. i say maybe A.J. Green. Yeah. could. He could hurt him in the second round and still got Andy Dunn as his quarterback. I guess I'll go A.J. Green. Okay. I got three names I want to throw out there. Alex Collins. Oh, I forgot about him, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think Ken Dixon is going to be a factor, especially as we go through the season. I agree with the that, 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 Collins. Yeah, I'm going to go Joe Mixon, just because the un, the unknown, I mean, three and a half yards. That's true, it year. is unknown. Yeah. I still like him a lot. No, oh, yeah, I mean, people like I like him myself. I just wouldn't feel good about drafting him right now without having seen him perform. And my last one, I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell. I knew that was coming. I thought it was going to be your first one. I was waiting for that (laughs) I still think, like I said I I still think Le'Veon Bell is going to be an RB1 It seems people kind of forget that Le'Veon Bell has an injury history as well and I would not be surprised, man, with him missing camp again and dude is coming up a 400 plus touch season That's crazy. He worries me He worries me
1: Fire up the prediction machine Five Bold Predictions Five bold predictions for the AFC North for
0: 2018 Joe Mixon being an RB1 at 12 uh-huh definitely Tyler Boyd being an RB I mean a wide receiver 3 hmm Lamar Jackson getting the starting job later in the year okay Kenneth Dixon taking over to start running back like it and hmm it's tough right yeah I mean, it's so early. It's pre-preseason, so it makes it very tough. Crabtree being a wide receiver, too. Yeah, I think Crabtree be a wide receiver, too. You think so? Yep, I think you will be. Um, All right. My pre-preseason five bowl predictions for the AFC North of 2018. Give me number one. Le'Veon Bell will not be a top five fantasy running back for the 2018 fantasy football season. Number two, Tyler Boyd projections, 65 catches, 800 yards, five touchdowns. Number three, Nick Chubb will be the best fantasy running back for the Cleveland Browns in 2018. Number four, David Njoku will be a top 12 fantasy tight end. And my last one, number five, Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns before Halloween, before October 31st, Mm. 2018. Yep. I just think the coaching staff who is on the hot seat, Hugh Jackson, all those guys, they need to do something crazy to shake things up to save their jobs. And I think that they're going to put in Baker Mayfield at some point point, make a change and just see what happens. NFC North. We're switching things over to the NFC North. And let's start with the division champs.
1: Minnesota Vikings. Fantasy Locks.
0: Worm, give me your fantasy locks from Minnesota in 2018. Man, I love this. Everybody, man. Everybody. Everybody. Aquan will included. <laughs> I gotta go. He's, my, he's one of my sleepers though. No, um, Cook, Cousins, Rudolph, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. I like. I like it all. me Cook, you have him as RB one or RB two? Uh, two. Same here. I got Kirk Cousins as the lock, quarterback one. Dalvin Cook, RB2. Adam Thielen, I guess, a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. I think he's going to be right in that fringe there. Yeah. Around number 12, wide receiver 12, 13. Stephon Diggs, wide receiver two for me. Kyle Rudolph tied in one, no doubt. And Minnesota Vikings defense, I think it'll be a top five defense. Yeah. Hands down, no problem. That, that team, team's loaded, man. It's a good time to be a, a Vikings fan. It is. It is. I'll tell you what. I'd rather be in Minnesota right now than South Florida because this heat in this July, nice. middle of July, man, is killing me, man. Too much. God, I can't even walk outside. I go, I go check my mail. Sweat. And I look like I just ran a damn marathon, man. <laughs> Come back with pit stains and shit.
1: <laughs> Beer goggle picks. Make it. I know you got boiled peanuts in those pants.
0: Do we have sex?
1: Hmm. Man.
0: Yeah. It helps me win.
1: Nice. You're gonna regret that in the morning.
0: I immediately regret this decision.
1: What'd you do? Um, your asshole, I guess. Fantasy disappointments.
0: Alright, fantasy disappointments, beer goggle picks for the Minnesota Vikings in 2018. Who you got? Disappointments? Yep. No one. I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook. I think he's being uh, drafted okay. way uh, too high. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, I got uh, I guess Latavius Murray. Tavis Murray? Yeah. I think for standard leagues, I think Murray's going to be okay. PPR? Yeah, I don't see too much value for him, PPR. Unless Delvin Cook goes down again, which... Oh, yeah, if Delvin Cook goes down, Murray's S. That could be nice for him. And that's the reason why I got Delvin Cook on this list, because if he's healthy, I think he's going to be fine. But I do think he's being dropped too high because there's so many questions surrounding him right now with, with durability and his role, too. I think his role is going to be smaller, man. People are drafting him like he's gonna be a workhorse, and that, I don't see that happen. No, I think smaller have dude, like maybe twenty max his his touches in the game. Yeah, I can see That's fifty to twenty touches a game yeah. total touches. I think Otavius Murray, like I've been saying, I think he played his way into a bigger role with the healthy Dalvin Cook for this upcoming season. So I, I don't see Murray get. Uh, I don't see Cook, excuse me, getting the the workhorse type of load that some people are drafting him as. Just I don't think he's built that way. I think he's gonna be a good player though. I like him, I've seen a picture of him recently. It's like he put on a few pounds, so he looks a little bit. But he's still a smaller guy. Yeah.
1: Stealth mode.
0: Flying under the radar. Who you got? Treadwell. I like that one. I want the Murray just because I think he's flying under the radar a little bit, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a substantial role in the Vikings offense. Like I said, but again. More so for Standard Leagues and PPR Leagues because I don't know how well his hands are. But he's definitely going to be a factor in that running game. Over-Under. A little over-under for the Minnesota Vikings. Number one. Over-Under QB5 for Kirk Cousins. Better or worse? Worse. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to push it. I hate to push, but I'm going to push on that one. I think it's going to be right there at quarterback five. Yeah, I was thinking Six. Yeah, maybe six. You know what? I'll take the under. I'm going to go with you on that one. How about uh, over under RB15 for Dalvin Cook? Under. I'm going to go just slightly under as well. Yeah. By like one. Those are close. Maybe 17. Yeah, right around there, I think. Number three, over under wide receiver 12 for Adam Thielen. And I already kind of touched on this one. (laughs) I'm going to say push right there. I'm going to say just under. I think wide receiver 13. Because like your sleeper, Laquan Treadwell, I think he's going to take away some targets from both Diggs and Thielen. That's yeah, he like a third year. A lot of receivers are doing stuff in their third year. Yeah, third year is a big year for receivers and um, for quarterbacks as well. Over-under, wide receiver 20 for Stephon Diggs. I'm going to go under. Maybe 20. I'm going to go under 24, I think. I'm going to go under by one again. <laughs> i got my wide receiver 21 at the moment. Yeah. Subject to change.
1: pre preseason. Green Bay Packers. Fantasy locks. Lock it in and rip off the knobs,
0: bitch. How about the Green Bay Packers fantasy locks for 2018? Only got two. I got uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. All right, ready to get crazy here? I want to hear it. Let's get all wild, man.
1: So, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for us.
0: All right, Aaron Rodgers, QB1. Nothing wild and crazy about that. That's kind of a given. Aaron Jones, RB2, RB3, even with the suspension. A mid to low level RB2, RB3 at worst. Devontae Adams, wide receiver one. Jimmy Graham, tight end one. Oh, I forgot about Jimmy Graham. Yeah. I keep forgetting <laughs> about him. Yeah, i Jimmy Graham on mine too. As a tight yeah. end one.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Beer Goggle Picks.
0: Here we have sex.
1: Mm. Yeah. You're going to regret that in the morning. <laughs> Fantasy Disappointments. Fantasy Disappointments, Beer Goggle Picks. Who you got?
0: Cobb. Yep. I'm with you, man. Randall Cobb would not feel good about drafting him. No. Nope. Despite the opportunity there.
1: Stealth Mode. And Stealth
0: Mode, Sneaky Bastards. Who you got? Sneaky Bastard, I guess Jones, now that he's going to be suspended for two games. Yeah, that suspension, man. That really does kind of throw a fork into my thing because I thought for sure he was going to be RB2 easily, easily before the suspension. I think he still gets a job back because Green Bay opens up against two tough defenses, the Vikings and the Bears, the first two weeks. Jamal Williams he ain't going to do shit against them. Aaron Jones will have a perfect opportunity to come back and take that job in week three. But for uh, Sneaky Bastards, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Geronimo Allison and Equinemius St. Brown. because no, win- not St. Brown. They didn't like him. I don't like him, but I just, I just think whoever wins the wide receiver three in Green Bay is going to win some weeks of fantasy. Yeah, not consistently. Whoever's the wide receiver three is really going to be the wide receiver two because the Cubs going to be injured. Exactly. Cubs going to be injured or he's going to underperform. Yeah, he's not. he Cobb used to be explosive back in the day, man. In the first couple years, first few years of uh, when he was in the league, he looked really good, man. He was dynamic. He was like a poor oh, yeah. man's fiery kill. He could return kicks really well. He could do it all. Now he's just kind of shelled himself. Back to uh, Allison and St. Brown. I just, like I said, whoever wins that number three spot is going to win some weeks. Not consistently, but occasionally they'll, they'll win some weeks for you, I think. So daily plays, I think they could be pretty solid. Yeah. Season long, not too crazy about them. Dynasty, I would take a flyer in both those guys to see how it plays out there. But um, like you said, I would not expect a whole lot, though. Sneaky, though. Sneaky. Could be. Yeah, I agree. All right, next
1: one. Taking the load. Oh, yeah, dropping loads. (laughs) Hulk Hogan style. Dropping fucking loads on your fucking glasses. (laughs) Salty. Like Rosie O'Donnell's asshole. Making a 2 a.m. Taco Bell run. Rank them. One, two, three, four, five.
0: Rank them. Green Bay Packers running backs Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Ty Montgomery. Rank them for 2018. Jones, Montgomery, and Williams. I agree. Jones, Montgomery, Williams. Right there with you. So, somewhere Jeff's hearing this and like, like going crazy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Although I think Jeff's starting to come around now. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe no. Not. He's stuck. Yeah, we'll see when he comes back. <laughs> it's kinda, you know you know what's funny about Jeff real quick? He likes to talk shit saying, I like my dynasty guys. He loves his dynasty guys. He loves his dynasty guys. You yeah, can't tell I'm different.
1: Jeff's got a little bitch in him anyway. Okay, anyway, moving on. For better. I love you. I love my little cat. You're naughty. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> oh, I killed it! You can't keep me cooped up in here, okay? I am a peacock! You gotta let me fly! Whose baby is that? Who's the man who did that to you? Skater's bitches better be using Jimmy's! Better
0: or worse. Jimmy Graham, tight end six. I'm going go better. Right there, five. I'm going to push. No, I'll go one better. I think the touchdowns are going to help him. I'm yeah, gonna go the one touchdowns are going to help him. Tight end five. I, I think he'll have more yards this year with Aaron Rodgers. Got to. Last. I think i will have more yards. I think he's going to be good for about 60 catches around there. And I, I could see 10 touchdowns up for him, which I know Green Bay is not a team that, under Mike McCarthy anyway, that has featured the tight end in an offense. But who the hell else do you got other than Devontae Adams right now to throw the ball to? And I think Tom Montgomery is gonna have a pretty decent season. I think he's I another said, guy that's kind of flying under the radar. I think, like I said, I think Tom Montgomery's gonna to find his way in the slot. Exactly. Exactly. He definitely will. How about this one? Devontae Adams, 950 yards receiving, nine and a half touchdowns, similar numbers as last year. Better or worse? Better. I agree. Better. I got him my number I got him as a number five receiver. Number five, yeah. Yeah, I'm that big into him this year. He just doesn't get the yardage. That's what worries me too, you know? He's very touchdown dependent. And I was saying that last year that Adams is touchdown dependent. He definitely is. I think it changes though. It's got to change this year. I think he's having a career year this year because Aaron Rodgers yeah, for full mean, season. If he gets him for a full season and he's the number one now, no Jordan Nelson, it's really up to him. And I think he's going to do pretty damn well. And better or worse, Randall Cobb, 850 yards, five touchdowns. Worse? Going worse on both. I could see maybe 654 touchdowns. I can see the touchdowns. I haven't him getting five touchdowns. He could. I just think Jimmy Graham and Devontae Adams, two big touchdown targets. I think they're going to be the primary beneficiaries. And I think they're going to run the ball more in Green Bay this this year as well. Aaron Rodgers is getting pretty up there in age. Yeah, I know. Yeah. we didn't get his first start until he was like 28, right? Uh, He might have been, man. That sounds about right. Dude's older than me. I know that. So he started in 2008. So I was 24 and 08. So he must have been 26, 25, 26. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago
1: Bears. Fantasy locks. Chicago Bears. Fantasy
0: locks for 2018. Who you got? I got uh, Trubisky. I got him in the top 17, I think. That's where I got him. Okay. Somewhere in that range. I remember correctly. Howard. I like Robinson. I like Burke. Howard, RB1, or RB2? One. Robinson, wide receiver one, wide receiver two? I'm going to go two. What a one upside. Trey Burton, top 10, top 12, tight end one. What is he? 12. Okay. For me, I'm going with Jordan Howard as a low-end RB1, high-end RB2. I think he could definitely be a top top eight running back for sure. Oh, yeah. He's got potential on offense. Tariq Cohen. Getting a lot of uh, steam right now, so that's the only reason why I have Jordan Howard a little bit lower in my rankings now than where, where I did just a couple weeks ago. Or a month ago, I should say. Got Tariq Cohen is a solid flex option. I don't really want to say he's an RB something or a wide receiver something because I don't know what the hell he's going to be because I think he's going to catch a lot of passes, do most of the damage through the air like Tom Montgomery. I'm going to say he's going to be a solid flex though. I think he's going to be a consistent 10-plus point guy in PPR week-to-week. And I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears, top 12 defense. I like that. And the so defense at home was nasty. And they have added some pieces there too to the yeah. already decent run defense
1: for sure. Beer Goggle Picks. Do we have sex? Mm. Yeah. You're going to regret that in the morning. <music> Fantasy Disappointments. Kevin White. Okay. Other than that, let me think.
0: I've got two on this list. You got Robinson, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm going to go White. I think that's all I can think of right now. All right. I'm going to go Allen Robinson. I think he's a wide receiver three with high upside. But I would not draft him as a wide receiver one or wide receiver two. I think he's being highly drafted based on uh, really one good season of production and just a handful of games since that big season that he's produced pretty well. Yeah, i just not feeling good about him. So I'm, that's a guy I'm, I'm avoiding in dra- on draft day. It's a guy I'm not taking unless it's some ridiculous value. But based on his current ADP, I'm not drafting where he's at right now. Trey Burton, another guy for me. fancy disappointment. I think he's going to be a low end tight end one. I think he's going to be right around 12, like you said. I just would not reach or even target him in drafts. I wouldn't reach, yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't target him either. I like Adam Shaheen to steal some red zone and goal line work. Dude's a huge body. Dude's bigger than Gronk, believe it or not, Adam Shaheen. I think he's going to take some work down there as they get in close. So Trey Burton, I think overall he'll be uh, right there as a low end tight end one. But uh, yeah, like we just touched on, I'm not going to reach for him, not target him. Stealth mode. How about stealth mode? Sneaky bastards on the Bears. The Bears, man. Cohen. three Cohen? Yeah, yeah, he's getting drafted around eight, round nine. That's that's kind of sneaky. Could be because uh, I think he's going to be a solid flex play, like I said. I can't get behind that one. I'm going to go Kevin White though. <laughs> I think Kevin White is a sneaky guy, man. This guy is he off IR? It's so polarizing here, huh? I you know I don't even fucking know, but uh, I'll say this. Kevin White could be cut by the time they get to cut down day. Or he could be a starting outside wide receiver opposite Allen Robinson. And if that happens, I think some good things that can happen if he stays healthy. And that's been the huge, you know, um, knock against him throughout his his young career. How about most intriguing players for the Chicago Bears in 2018? Most intriguing? Yeah, I got three guys here. Go ahead. Oh, Allen Robinson. Yeah, Alan Robinson. Okay. Alan Robertson, probably the main one for me. Mm. Um, Mr. Bisky. Yeah, I'm kinda intrigued on him too. Uh um Shaheen, Adam Shaheen, my three. Adam Shaheen, those are three. Yeah. I'm gonna go Mr. Bisky. I agree with you that uh on that one. Tariq Cohen, another one I'm intrigued to see how they're gonna use him. And I'm gonna go Anthony Miller, the rookie wide receiver who is projecting eight touchdowns for himself and is currently slated as the number two wide receiver in Chicago right now. I want to see that one play out. Detroit Lions. Switching things over to the Detroit Lions. Fantasy Locks. Fantasy Locks for 2018. Who you got? Stafford, Tate, and Jones. Oh, I guess it's 50 days kickoff. That was 49. My bad. Stafford, Tate, and Jones? Yeah. Stafford, uh, is he still top 10, top 12 quarterback? I think so. What defense last year? Matt Stafford is number seven seven so yeah you know matt stafford's a guy that i think could have like maybe a career year even i don't know i feel like, i think he could potentially have a career year this year like what finished inside the top four no, no i don't think that but um he's easily a quarterback one in my book yeah yeah my fantasy blocks i got matthew stafford qb1 marvin jones wide receiver two golden tate wide receiver two Fantasy Disappointments. How about fantasy disappointments for twenty eighteen Detroit Lions? Blunt. Think so? Yeah, I mean going to on Johnson. Yeah. Luke Wilson, formerly of Seattle. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to go say Luke Wilson. I'm gonna go Amir Abdullah. Oh disappointment, anyways. Oh, he is. Forever. I mean, I mean the Abdullah Express. And that damn thing never left the damn train station. Since the Lions took him in the second round of 2015 out of Nebraska, when I see Abdullah run, I think of the Buff fumble with uh, Mark Sanchez and that Patriots game. <laughs> I mean, Amir Abdullah just looks like a train wreck. The Abdullah Express has derailed so long ago, and I don't know how the hell this man sells a job in Detroit. That dude, you just, you just blow in his direction. That dude just topples over. Stealth mode. Detroit Lions, 2018, who you got? carry on johnson okay i like think Riddick too still ppr that's where i'm going too on that one theoretic bit of a down year last year but last few years i mean he's been very good on third downs and passing down work yeah and i'm gonna go kenny galladay who i like a lot as well oh, i forgot my galladay yeah 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 I can get how, down about with how about most intriguing players of 2018 for golden the Tate. golden state contract track year yeah i like players uh, in our contract year for sure uh, I'm gonna go carry on Johnson, Kenny Galladay, two guys I want to see play this year. I want to see if Galladay can take a step up this year, which I think he will. And I want to see if Carry on Johnson works in the in that Detroit Lions offense.
1: NFC North Division Recap. And NFC North Division Recap.
0: Who is your twenty eighteen NFC North Division winner? I'm gonna go to Minnesota. I'm gonna go to Minnesota, Green Bay. Detroit the Chicago. I agree. Minnesota wins. Green Bay wild card. Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears finishing last place. Great the NFC is so strong. Good division. Yeah. Give me your NFC North starting fantasy lineup. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. The running back stuff though, other than Jordan Howard. I how thought Jordan Howard is hard to think. Like, who would you want there? Let me get Jordan Howard and we get Kareem Johnson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Adams. Golden State. Let me get Kyle Rudolph. Flex. Flex flex. Who well, I of my flex. Mm, this is tough. I do Thielen my flex. i probably be my number wide receiver too to make a difference. Adam Thielen. Yeah. about Thielen. Okay. Kicker and defense? Kicker and defense. Uh Minnesota. You Minnesota's kicker. Top four, man. My NFC North starting fantasy lineup. Going quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. My running backs, Jordan Howard, Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah, no, okay. Uh, I knew you did. I didn't want to interrupt you, though. <laughs> uh, wide receivers, I'm going with Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen. Tight end, mm. I'm going to go Jimmy Graham. I think just one over on uh, Kyle Rudolph. And my flex, I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Kicker, Mason Crosby, defense, Minnesota. Wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Give me a player or players that you feel is most likely to wreck. Fantasy team to 2018. Dalvin Cook, if you draft Robinson as your one or two right receiver, he could mess you up. Yep. I see I like him as his upside to two. Well, I guess the upside could be the one. Oh, he's got great upside potential in that offense for sure. I think right now he could be, I think he's like a blow-in two right now. Okay. Um, I agree with al Robinson. I also agree with Dalvin Cook. I'm going go, uh, to Tariq go Tariq Cohen, depending on where his ADP is going to be on draft day, because I think he's going to probably trend up for right? bit closer. I think he will, but we'll see. I wouldn't take him before round seven. I'll say that. Seven is, you know what? I don't think I would take him at seven. I, I think round eight, maybe would be the earliest I'd take him. I don't know if I would take him. Only way, take, only way I'd take him is if I have Howard. Yeah. Or if I go zero RB early or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna go Aaron Jones. He could be another guy that could wreck your team because uh I'm high on Jones. But man, there's no guarantees with the suspension and everything else that's going on with him. But I do think he's the best running back in Green Bay. Same. I vote. Five
1: bold predictions.
0: take Adams being top five. Jordan Howard finishing in the top eight. Kirk Cousins inside the top five. Carry on Johnson finishes inside the top. 17. Stephon Diggs being a wide receiver one. My pre-preseason 2018, five bold predictions for the NFC North. I'm going number one. Jordan Howard will be a top 10 running back. Aaron Jones will be a top 20 running back. Kenny Galladay will finish inside the top 35 among wide receivers. Kevin White has five. One hundred yard receiving games this season. On oh, Madden. In Madden, yeah, <laughs> not, maybe. Not in You might life. get cut before we start <laughs> the season, but uh, pre 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 preseason. And my last number five, Mitch Trubisky passes for more than twenty five touchdowns in twenty eighteen. Ooh. All right, man, you ready to hit the mailbag? Let's get it. <laughs>
1: mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. Okay. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see about? Bar- oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind.
0: Number one, 12-team dynasty. Trades that I need your opinions on. Once you hear your feedback, the guy wants to trade Julio Jones away for Juju Smith-Schuster. So what do you think of that one, Worm? 12-team dynasty league. Julio Jones straight up for Juju Smith-Schuster. You do that trade? Damn, that's tough because you got Julio's aging. Juju's young. But Big Ben's old. Yeah, Big Ben's old. Let me get Julio now. Yeah, I'm going to stay with Julio right now, too. Yep, I'm sticking with Leo. All right, and then he has Guy Wants to Trade Alvin Kamara for Dalvin Cook. Okay, that's just dumb right there. I'm sticking with Kamara. You agree, right? Yeah, that. I don't see what it, we even asked that question. A guy who finished, what was he what, no, what was he running back to? He's inside the top four. Yeah, Kamara was up there. Dalvin Cook. I'm not trading Kamara for Cook, no way. Guy Wants to Trade Kamara for Dalvin Cook. Well, if you're getting Kamara, then yeah. Oh, yeah, you do that shit easy. Easily, you, you take Kamara. Yep. Should I even throw a first round pick attached to that in Dynasty League? <laughs> it's shit. All right, guy wants to trade Will Fuller for Sterling Shepard. Why oh, do that? That's kind of just like a, a lateral move. That's kind of just, you're not really yeah. proving anywhere. But then at the same time, Will Fuller, he had a nice run. With Deshaun Watson? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, he had like, what, six, seven games. We caught touchdowns on some of every, every that. Every game was a big, made, big of... It was a lot. Yeah. No, it was a nice run. No. I'm keeping Will Fuller just because of Sean Watson. It's only Shepard. There's a lot of mouths that go around. A who does he have though? He isn't. I'm confused. Who does he have? What the guy? Who does he have? Does he does he have does he have Shepard? He oh, have Shepard? Well, uh, this guy's a commissioner. Is is uh, the subject in his thing? He's a commissioner. He wants to know if uh, he should let these trades go through. Pretty much. Oh wow! Why wouldn't he? Uh, I don't know. For, well, maybe he wants to know if they're fair. He wants to know if they're fair trades. Is it a money league? Yeah. Well, the, people know what they're doing. If you want to waste your money, then let them waste, waste their money. That's true. But uh, Will Fuller for Sterling Shepard. Who, who would you rather have on that tree? I guess I would say Shepard. I'll take Fuller. Because Fuller's been hurt. Fuller Fuller gets hurt. Here's an even more crazy one: people buying this McKinnon hype train, which Jerick McKinnon is not going to be as good as people are thinking he's going to be. He's never been a very good running back in between the tackles. Last week I couldn't think of the hell Fat Boy's name was who was plodding, plodding his way when AP went down back in the day, and that was Matt Asiata. Asiata, the oh, yeah, Hawaiian oh guy. Jerick McKinnon couldn't, couldn't outtouch him to get carries in that backfield. So now as you go to San Francisco and all of a sudden become like a fucking superstar running back. I don't think so. He's gonna be a decent. RB2, flex RB2, RB3, flex PPR running back He's not going to be a 1 uh, He's not going to be a high-end it, I don't believe So, look at this shit right here This is another part of the questions he wants to know He wants The guy wants to trade Alvin Kamara for Jerick McKinnon straight up Insane, you agree? The person who owns Alvin Kamara doesn't realize his value I don't know I know, this guy's offering Kamara for <laughs> McKinnon and Kamara for Cook Jeez, man that, that's pretty sickening, to be honest with you. Like, this man just throwing him out. Like, is, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. This was from Vince from Cape Coral, Florida. How about this next one here? My second year in an established Dynasty League. 12 teams, standard points, two keepers. My options are Leonard Fournette for my first-round pick, Odell Beckham for my third-rounder, Alvin Kamara for my sixth-rounder, and Derrick Henry for a sixth-rounder. Alvin Kamara, I think, is a no-brainer, but who is my second keeper? I would pick sixth overall in the draft. Ray in Chicago, Illinois, and on the north side of Chicago. So it's not a dynasty league. It's a keeper league. It's a, it's a uh, two-keeper league. Yep, not dynasty. Um, so he's keeping Kamara for sure. And out of those other names, who are you keeping as his number two? Odell. Absolutely. OBJ. Fire him up. Number three. 12-team PPR Dynasty League. My roster is Tom Brady, Blake Bortles, Darius Geis, Jordan Howard, Joe Mixon, Mark Ingram, Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Larry Fitzgerald, Devin Funches, Jordan Reed, Eric Ebron, Kyle Rudolph. He just seems like he's just talking shit now. Okay, because that's a pretty damn good team. Would you guys trade Darius Geis, Mark Ingram, and Stephon Diggs for Ezekiel Elliott? Thanks, Ryan in Portland, Oregon. No. Would I trade those guys for Zeke? Yes, I would. You would. Will that trade be accepted? Probably not. That's a lot. I mean, that's... I think Zeke. Zeke right now is my number one running back for 2018. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that. But that Mark means, Ingram. He's older. He's older. But you got guys. You do know his upside. We don't and know his upside yet. And you're yet. giving up. But we know what Zeke is. You're giving up Diggs. I'm not crazy about Stefan Diggs. He's decent, but I don't think he's... I don't think he's hey, elite. Before he got hurt, was, you know, Before he got hurt, he was wide receiver one his first four weeks yeah I remember he was uh, riding high there early on I'm just not a huge Stephon Diggs guy I think he's a good player I, I just don't think he's elite I think Zeke is elite I think guys can be elite but we know what Zeke is already yeah how about next one grade the trade just grading this trade it's a one player keeper league David Johnson Adam Thielen and George Kittle for Antonio Brown Delaney Walker and Darius Geis Who won the trade, Rob, in Westerville, Ohio? Whoever got David Johnson and Adam Thielen wanted to do. I agree. I'm going with you, Warren. All right, next one. I just traded Michael (laughs) Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) I just traded Michael Thomas and my first-round pick, sixth overall for Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry. His first-round pick, fifth overall. This is a weird question. Two third-round picks, seventh and ninth overall in that round. And a 2019 second-round pick. Who's winning this trade? Dynasty League, Daniel in Harker Heights, Texas. I, I want to say the person getting all the picks wins. But at the same time, I want to say the person who, Michael Thomas, because in this year's rookie draft, I mean, you have no like, receiver like that, I feel like. Yeah. So you're not, you're not making you, – I mean, you're getting better running backs. If you could turn that into Michael Thomas and Sonny Michelle, I would like that. But that sixth pick, that's kind of uh, – Mm, I don't know. That's kinda I guess I'm gonna go with do we getting all the all the picks because you're getting so much. Yeah. Like, I would I don't think I would wanna trade Michael Thomas. If it was a, a top three overall pick, I would go with Michael Thomas as the winner in that deal. I think I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go with the uh guy getting all the picks. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna go with Trader Danny. I love Michael Thomas, but that's a haul right there. Just yeah. that's so many picks. Yep next one thoughts on this trade I traded Royce Freeman for Brandon Cook's 10 team dynasty salary cap league Cook's cost is $47 Freeman's cost is 7 thanks Drew in San Diego California Was he asking thoughts yeah thoughts on the trade um, I don't like Brandon Cook's never have yeah I'd rather have Royce Freeman for the cheaper salary and younger but, I like, Royce, but I like Royce Freeman so that's yeah that's true yeah, it's kind of about preference here uh, on who you like. because. Um, but I will, I'll say this. For me, if you've got the salary cap space for Brandon Cooks, I'm for it. I don't think much of Royce Freeman right now. And while I think Cooks is not going to be – I don't think he's going to find huge success in 2018. I do think Cooks is very valuable for fantasy in uh, Dynasty Leagues going forward because they paid that guy. And Sean McVay seems like a pretty damn good coach. And Jared, Jared Goff, if he proves it this year to be a pretty decent quarterback, could work out for him next one first time playing in idp leagues any advice it's a full point ppr redraft league thanks tim in kent washington uh for me i I wait on defensive players in redraft i don't reach i wouldn't take my first defensive player until round 10 uh now it does depend on how many idp starters your league has but i would wait also i wouldn't draft cornerbacks unless specified like if uh if you got a starting lineup designation where you get you have to start a defensive back, not necessarily a cornerback, I am going to go with a safety because uh, safeties get more points because they have more tackles. They kind of play all over the field. Corners, unless you are getting interception, you're not really getting a whole lot of points there. And one more tip for you: pass rushers are a premium. If I was taking my first defensive players, it's gonna be pass rushers all day. J.J. Watt, Von Miller, those type of guys. you want guys who get the quarterback get sacks, that's my advice to you there, Tim. Anything you want to throw in there, Worm? Nah, no, you're good with that. No, not on the button, right? You got it. Alright, next one. 10 man PPR Super Flex League. Everyone plays a quarterback at the Super Flex. So here's my question. I need to keep two out of these guys. They are they all are the same price for me. Josh Gordon, Alvin Kamara, Jimmy Garoppolo. Who do I keep? Thanks. Joe in Woodstock, Illinois. So two out of those three guys for a essentially a two-quarterback league is pretty much what it is. Gordon and Kamara. Gordon and Kamara keeping? Yeah. I'm going Alvin Kamara and Jimmy G because you've got a great foundation to build your team right there with those two guys. And you got one quarterback already there because I don't know where he's going to drafts in the upcoming draft. But then again, it's only a 10-man league, so you're going to get the quarterback regardless. But to already have one and to have Kamara, I think you're setting yourself up pretty good with a decent foundation there but uh, yeah you can't go wrong with either one Gordon's fine too over oh, Jimmy G because you know what to be honest I don't think Jimmy G is going to be as good in fantasy as he is a little quarterback as he is as, as an NFL quarterback exactly I think it will be good I just don't think he's going to be like Carson Wentz or yeah. one of those type of guys good Deshaun Watson you know what I mean uh, okay next one here Keeper League if y'all had to keep one of these two who would you keep, Jordan Howard or Jarvis Landry? We know where we're going. Thanks, Jason in San Diego, California. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, without a doubt, no doubt about it. And last one here. When was the time you got someone good on a prank? Michelle in Arlington, Texas. Hmm. So I haven't really pulled off that many great pranks other than, like, put stuff on the people, like, like shaving cream on somebody's face while they're sleeping. I gotcha. Did you ever do that to Jeff? Did nah. you Jeff with that? No. Nah. He'd probably freak out. Yeah, he, he's pretty sensitive. <laughs> he is. He's a sensitive dude. <laughs> um I guess the last time I did anything like that, I guess it was like five years ago. I shaved cream somebody shaving cream with somebody's face and took a picture and posted it on Facebook. Oh nice. You put it on Facebook, put it out there on Blast. Yeah. I like it. You know what I did about five, six years ago? What's that? Back in the day there was this guy, Tommy, that I knew. That uh used to work with me. Me and Tommy and I did not get along. Tommy actually died in January, I found out. Um, oh, shit. Pretty crazy, yeah. Young dude. But um, I used to get Tommy good, man. He had no idea what was happening to him. And I'm sitting there just laughing my ass off. He has no idea why I'm laughing at his misery here. Because this is what I did. I went on Craigslist <laughs> under the, uh, you know, the personals there. Where you can post, like, for looking for dick or whatever, you, what have you. You know, looking to looking to uh, have a little bit of sex. Yeah, and, uh, do some things. So, I went and uh, posted an advertisement on Craigslist <laughs> that I was a 22 year old chick, and I was in need of a good dickin. And, and I you got them a couple of like <laughs> random pictures from Google. Posted Tommy's phone number on there, his cell phone number, and oh my god, man, this this dude was getting dick pics <laughs> sent to him left and right. I mean, this dude was getting more dicks thrown at him than me and Khalifa walking around FSU's campus. Oh, Lord. He was getting, dude, he was getting just dick blasted like every 10 seconds, ding, 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 just getting text message alerts me. He's like, what the fuck? Everybody's sending me these dick pics and, um, you know, asking to fuck me and shit like that. And, oh my God, man, I was just, I was just rolling. And this went on for days. Oh, fuck. Because God. he didn't know what happened. He didn't know that there was an ad, Craigslist ad. Nobody told him that. They just wanted to send him dick pics. Like, hey, check out my dick there, buddy. <laughs> <coughs> or uh, whatever the girl's name was, like Trina, whatever the hell the name I put it on, some random ass name. So that was awesome, man, because he couldn't take the ad down because he didn't know it was an ad. So this went on for like a good week or so. Just getting your phone completely blasted of dick pics. So, oh, man. And the best part about it, man, is that I did that to that boy more than once. Oh, so whenever he pissed me off, he was getting a crazeless personal thrown out there, man. He was getting that shit posted. Refresh, renew, repost, you know, uh, uh, bump up, please. Tommy dick pics. Oh my god, that's amazing, buddy. So, uh, yeah, man, that's great. That's great. Yeah, man, oh man, I fucking loved it. Got him so good. Oh, (laughs) it it really, that's the most gratifying prank for me ever. I'll, I'll say that. That's for damn sure. All right, man. Anything else you want to say before we get here? No, we feel good. You watched the uh, home run derby All Star game the last couple of days or anything? I watched. Uh, I watched um, part of the All Star game and I watched the derby, of course. Did you? Oh man, I um, you know, I saw for a split seconds when the home run derby was on in the background. I was doing some stuff and I noticed, like, oh, home run derby's on, and I went change channel. I just can't deal with all. No, you can't. So, I can't. When I was a kid, man, I loved it, man. When I was a kid. I loved the whole baseball All-Star game. I loved the home run derby stuff. See, that's. I can't do it. Uh, the All-Star game was. Uh, there's only one Marlin in there. It's a kid. How man. did Sale do? And Scherzer. The two pitchers. I don't know if you saw the game. The- oh, yeah. I think the sh- the Scherzer. They started off good. What? I think nobody didn't score until like, the fourth inning. I think they already had the game. won the game. I don't remember. Hey, last night. No, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not. Huge into the uh, All Star festivities in baseball. No, see, or basketball. Oh, you know, what actually, there's not one sport I actually watch the All Star game for. Not one. I don't oh, the watch the basketball. That's you watch the, the basketball. That's one? for the dunks and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll watch the highlights of it. You know, that's the only one I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I guess see, I like the All Star week is fun. Like, I guess the dunk no contest and three 4 contest. That's really all. That's the highlight. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Vince know, Carter back in the day, that was a memorable one for yeah. me when I was like in high school or something like that. Was, like, you a know my boy, that. David Mitchell, won like that so I was, this, uh, so I was all in for that, watching that. Oh, did he win it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Cool. Thank you for listening to today's show. Again, please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Check out the YouTube channel as well. Visit fantasysportstudios.com to get your fantasy fix and check out all the cool shit we got going on over there. Next week, we've got the Division and Vision Week 2. We've got the AFC and NFC South. Jeff Kelly should be back on vacation. <laughs> Ain't no telling with him. Yeah. He's always on vacation. Should be, to be determined. TBD on that one. But I'm pretty sure he'll be back. Yeah. So until then, have a great week. Talk to you next week. See ya.
1: Catch y'all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at TheFlex at FantasySportsStudios.com.